be honest, when you saw it was 11 forward 70 and Cole Caulfield was out, oh, it's over. Over. 100% over. Practically a death sentence. To clarify for the least. Definitely for the who else? You gotta check. Let's go! Give me what I want! Kick down the door! Drew, you are not doing this! What the not nice! There's a giant head! I made like 2,000 of these, I'd like to have fun. With you, wherever you are, welcome to LFR. Leafs lose 3-2 in overtime to the Montreal Canadiens. Let's talk about that. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. You know, it's funny. I got a number of requests for a one-taker and just let them have it. Mm, maybe. I didn't see quite as many, uh, you know, they can't win every games. Because most reasonable people would acknowledge that no, of course you can't win every game. But you should probably win a game against the 2023 Montreal Canadiens when they don't have any players! Rem Pitlick is on the top line and he iced you? No, no, I, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself because it's so predictable. It'll work a story into the read. Think you know which way it's gonna go? Head on over to Sports Interaction. Producer Drew reached out to me before the game. He said, who's scoring against the Leafs? Now I will admit I told him Pizzetta because it's funny. Probably because he probably had the least likelihood to score against the Leafs, which makes it all too feasible. But then I said, they have no more shooters. They're gonna bang and crash. We saw in overtime they did have one shooter. And then I said, Josh Anderson tends to eat them. Anderson eats them! And he ate them in this game. Anyway, Sports Interaction has you covered pre-game, live betting on all major sports, and prop bets. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com or check out their app. They have an app now. It's 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Now what do you file this under? I mean, really, what do you file this under? Because even though the Leafs wore the same jersey all night, it really did feel like we watched three teams play. Dude, the first period? Hilarious. Hilarious. The Leafs ran the Habs show. They outshot them, I think it was 15 to four in the first period. Hilariously, a quarter of those four shots came while the Habs were shorthanded. And it felt like the Habs were genuinely lucky to get out of the first period with a two nothing deficit. Dude, you can't ask for a better start. Mark Giordano scores. 53 seconds in! The Bison's got eyes on a laser beam and Leafs are up 1-0. Later on, Marner driving the net. He's stopped by Montembeau. There's a rebound. Connor Timmins. How doesn't this pass hit anybody? He doesn't just thread the needle. He, you ever wash a hoodie and the string comes out the hole and you gotta fish it back somehow? That's what he did! Kelly Arncroke had the puck, had a moment to be like, I shouldn't have this! And then he scored! And then he just looked at Timmons like, how are you? You're like our seventh guy, maybe eight. Like, honestly, if we're healthy. But also, like, it's unbelievable we got you for Curtis Douglas. Ilya Simsonov, perfect with the four saves he had to make. And then from the moment, the moment the puck dropped in the second period, the Habs were the better team. It just started slowly and was a little bit more even. And then they just started trucking and running over the Leafs with intensity and ferocity and all the things the Leafs struggle with. The Panthers the other night, they went about it all wrong. They were dumb because they were rough and they were tough. And it's more than being rough and tough. The Panthers were stupid. Gudis 
cost his team the game and looks good on him. I think Montreal Canadiens fans will agree with that. He ducked a fight in the Leaf game and then the next night he ducked a fight in the Habs game. At least in the Habs game he's ducking Arbor Jackeye and the Leafs game he's ducking Zach Aston Reese. No offense to Zach Aston Reese, he's actually a tough customer. I just feel like Arbor Jackeye could beat up a bad mood. Fairly certain I've seen him do it. It's not a toughness thing and that is why the conversation around the Toronto Maple Leafs, especially when it comes to playoff hockey, so often fails. It's not about toughness. It's about intensity. And over the past few years the Leafs have been ramping it up and ramping it up and ramping it up and especially last season and this season really ramping it up and when the games are big and they matter the most they ramp it up the most and they can keep up with any team. They're as intense and as skilled and as fast and as everything as any team. But these games, these games, oh, ah! Dude, we'll see the Bruins or the Jets on the schedule and lick our chops like, let's go. Then they'll run into a bottom 10 team with like two dudes from their season opening top six who's contending for Connor Bedard and be like, you keep telling me this is a puck, but you won't explain what it does. You explain it to me again, very slowly. I just put it in there. I put it in there. That's my net. That's right. So we, we don't want that. But where do we want it? We were shooting that way last period. You see how this is very confusing. Seriously, Leafs in the first, Habs in the second, Leafs in the third, and then the Habs score the OT winner the puck was going one way all night there was genuine ice tilt and it's very comforting as a Toronto Maple Leaf to know that if this whole hockey thing doesn't work out you can have a great backup career as a dentist because getting them to play a full 60 is like pulling teeth this is what pulling teeth looks like it's like a hooking call now I'm remembering my wisdom teeth and I, I don't want to remember my wisdom teeth dude Josh Anderson squirts loose how can you miss him he's like the biggest forward ever and he scores. Samsonov just hung out to dry like a quilt from a period film. Why do they always have that shot? This film is old and also the people in it do laundry. And then the second goal the Leafs allow, which means the second goal the Habs scored, it was another hard-working bang and crash goal. I'm not even gonna show you the goal or like a screen cap from the goal. I'm just gonna illustrate how little this goal should have been. The goal is by Raphael RV Pinar, assist from Pizzetta and Belzeal. It was RV Pinar's first goal of the season, Pizzetta's second assist, and Belzeal's first assist. When you play a team that has 11 forwards and seven defensemen, that means they basically have two forwards who are just like roaming around the lineup and wherever. Pizzetta and Belzeal were those two guys! Now we do gotta put some respect on RV Pinar because I saw some people like, who is this NPC? And it's not an NPC, it's an RHP. His initials you see. But just cause you might not have ever heard of him, I won't lie, I don't think I'd ever heard of him, but he's a seventh round pick from 2019 of the Montreal Canadiens and his AHL numbers are actually pretty good. Still doesn't mean it's that acceptable to allow a goal from him from Pizzetta and Belzeal! But the game is tied. The Leafs were outshot eight 18 to 8 in the second period and after the Habs were lucky to escape the first period with only a 2-0 deficit, the Leafs were lucky to escape the second period with a tie! Now, what do the Leafs do in the third? Well, they right the ship. They outshoot the Habs 14-6. to It felt like almost all of those 14 were a scoring chance and if you look at the shot attempts, I'm sure it was even worse. But the Habs blocked a billion shots. NHL.com has the blocks listed as 23 to 14. I don't believe you. And Sam Montembeau made save after save after save. And other than a blip that he had the other day against Florida Panthers, Montembeau has been pretty good for weeks now. It's the National Hockey League. It's the National Hockey League. I I'm sorry if you play 40 minutes against anybody in this league, 
there's a good chance they might beat you. It's not guaranteed, there's three periods and if you win two of them, two's bigger than one, so that that's good. It's good that the Leafs did that. And maybe you say, ah, uh, you can't win every period. And maybe that's true. But maybe you should expect more from your team, especially if your team is the Leafs and they're playing the 2023 Hats. Maybe that's also true. I badly wanted William Nylander to score in the final seconds there. By the way, the Leafs were lucky to even get to overtime because they took a penalty really late in the third. Coincidental minors, Matheson throws Yarncroke to the ice and Yarncroke subsequently gives him an RKO. Then Willie takes a high stick. People didn't like the high stick. People didn't like some of the non-calls. John Tavares, I thought, got a little interfered with on one of the plays. It affected possession. And this even though it was a random January game against a team that is not going to be anywhere near the playoff picture when it's all said and done, it was actually kind of a good playoff warm-up. A good reminder. There is no room for you to be the second most intense team on the ice even for one period. You will run into hot goalies and you will run into officials who swallow their whistle from time to time or even worse, turn it against you. And I'm so sick of complaining about that, especially mid-season because they're not gonna change anything now it's too late! Don't tell me about the batter. The cake's been in the oven for 20 minutes. We're well past the batter. Pitlick gets away from the action, snipes on Samsonov, who was marvelous all night, even though he was getting battered and bruised at seemingly every turn. But he fought through it, stuck it out, and he deserves to feel good about himself with a win. He does. I'm not sure about the rest of the team. And you know what's hilarious? At the time I'm shooting this video, that one point, because the Leafs actually do move up in the standings, they get a point from this loss. They're third in the NHL. The Habs are 26th, whether the Canucks win tonight or not. Oh yeah, Rick Tockett's gonna, he's gonna fix that right away, right away. I understand that you're not gonna win every game. I do. That was substandard. For this team. I think the Bruins get to say you're not going to win every game because they almost literally have. The Leafs are 28, 11, and 8. They're, they're great. They're a great team. They're one of the best in the league, literally third. But out of those 19 losses, the 11 in regulation and the 8 in overtime of the shootout, could the Leafs have won? Why not hope for and gosh darn it, expect greatness? That's the goal! And I don't know, maybe you screw around in the final few games before the All-Star break, but when they come back, and that's in like, what, two weeks? When the Leafs come back from that, when everyone comes back from that, that's the starting block for the rest of the season, for the final stretch. You have to form those winning habits, those great habits, and you have to form them now. Questions? Bon match, le Canadien. Vous avez très bien joué ce soir, notamment avec l'équipe. Uh, don't vous avez sur la glace en ce moment. Uh, quel, oh boy, serait vos choix pour les paires défensives uh, pour la série éliminatoire? Uh, Est-ce qu'on devrait offrir Boudreau un rôle assistant sur l'équipe? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So you asked uh, what I want the Leafs uh, defense pairs to be when the playoffs begin. Uh, it's weird that it, did, did I miss here? I, I think it was 32 thoughts. Did I miss here that Jake Muzzin, like, is he's still, he's not like 100% out? Let's assume he's out. Giordano Hall plays really well together. Sandine Lilgren plays really well together. Riley has to be Brody. It has to be Brody. 
The only thing I can think of that might work as an alternative, I think Riley Lilligren is going pretty well, and it's only just started. I want to see how they continue to play. You keep Giordano Hall together, and then you do Sandine with Brody. Mmm, I think that could be something. That could be something. But I think it's going to be those six unless they make an addition. There were rumors today, I want to say from Frank Cervalli, talking about um, uh, Jake McCabe from the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, I mean, tough and lays big hits and all that. Where do you put him? Like, where do you put him? That's, that's a really confusing one. Oh, and should the Leafs get Bruce Boudreaux as an assistant? I don't think you should be adding someone to the bench just yet, but uh, it'd be cool to see Boudreaux involved in some way. Honestly, even as a fan, how cool would that be? He's a Leaf fan. He loves the Leafs. I'm not making that up. He still loves them. Answer in French. Oh, boy. Quand est-ce que le Leafs arrêteront de sous-estimer leurs adversaires? And we are going to translate what you said because I don't know. Okay, so apparently you said, when will the Leafs stop underestimating their opponents? Uh, this is the best I could do. Jamais, je suppose. That's exactly how, here, wait, here, wait, let me, let me. Let... Jamais, je suppose. Did, did I do okay? And this is where she goes. Jamais, je suppose. She got to slow down for me because I'm dumb. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I would love someone smarter than me, like, 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 like a coach with the experience to break down how do you dominate a team one period, because you should, right? It's, it's like if the Leafs came out and they dominated the Bruins, right? And then the second period came and the Bruins gave it right back. We'd all be like, yeah, that makes sense. That evens out in the end. How do you dominate the first period against the Habs, get killed in the second, and then the third period, the third period almost made me mad that the second happened, even more. I don't know if it's underestimating. It's just a matter of shutting it off and you can't turn it back on. Not like that. Last one from El Seldo, are you hiring? So this is something that I want to talk about on the podcast and I was not well enough to talk about this on the podcast on Friday. Thank you for your patience, by the way, with that podcast in the last LFR. So El Seldo uh, writes for Pension Plan Puppets. Pension Plan Puppets is the Leaf site on SB Nation and SB Nation has all sorts of hockey sites. I believe they had 34 all the nhl teams women's hockey and they're gone they just not we don't have them anymore uh vox media let them go this is part of why stpn is so important to me dude like think of some of the formative years of this channel right like i started this in 2007 it started to really take off in 2013 and that's when the podcast began. But that was also kind of the golden era. Like like starting maybe in 2011. Started early in 2007 into 2011. The blogs. The blogosphere was huge. And it was huge in big markets. It was huge in little markets. It turned casual fans into huge fans. And it turned non-fans into some sort of fans. It was a place where you could learn about the sport. You didn't necessarily have to be a hardcore. And if you were a hardcore, oh, do we have something for you? It was something for everybody. And it became a community. There are entire friendships and friend groups and marriages and children that came out of the hockey blogosphere. A lot of it had to do with the SB Nation sites. 
and losing them is no small thing. Now they're all trying to figure themselves out. This news just broke. This is part of why SDPN is so important to me. Uh, like, dude, where, where do you go to hone your craft? Where do you go to learn anything anymore? Where do you go for opportunities or for goodness sake, where do you go to just talk? Just talk and have a hobby. It doesn't necessarily have to be your career. If you're really good at it, then sure, maybe go for it. Dude, there's people working in the NHL. There's a bunch of them that came out of these blogs. So all I can say is we're working on it. This sucks and we're gonna try to make it not suck. So that is it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe if you really liked it. Tell all your friends. 40 is good. Go for 60. Heck, go for 65. Strive for greatness.